Good morning. Hope you have a wonderful day. We continue. We left off on the eighth chapter, Tractate Yavamis, on the last line on the bottom, 79b. What's the case of Shishchama, someone who's born infertile? He wasn't for a moment, he was never fertile. From the moment he was born, he was already unfit to have children. How do we know that? How do you know that? That someone, when he urinates, doesn't form an arch. There's no strength to it. That means you know he's a sadist. What in my, how do we know? Uh, the mother says, how, how does this condition come from? How, how, do you, how are you born that way? How are you born infertile? The mother says, His mother baked bread in an oven at high noon. And she drank marka beer. Beer diluted with water or strong beer. So therefore, it affected the child. While she was pregnant, it affected the child. Now I understand I heard from Rabbi saying, whoever's afflicted from his mother's womb, I didn't understand what he meant. Now I know what he meant. I understand he was defining what is a shishama. Shishama is so on because in, in, while the mother was pregnant with him, she already affected him she negatively. She yeah. Sing, sing. Shami hivri ben tayim. One to be concerned that maybe he became healthy in between. Since he was born that way, he didn't urinate in the art. That means he was already born defective. And at the end of his life, he's defective. Now he's defective. So you don't have to worry. Maybe in between he was healed. We learned in the Mishnah. We examined three times over 80 days. Once in the beginning, once in the middle of the year, and Krishna is talking about blemishes in an animal, the firstborn animal. She says, if there are white spots, water in the eye, so if the condition, if the condition is permanent, is one thing. So the mission says, how do we know it's permanent? If it's permanent, if it lasts for eighty days. So he says, it doesn't mean you have to examine him every day of the 80 days. And Antigna says, you examine him three times over the 80 days. Beginning, the middle, and at the end. So we see, why do you have to examine him three times? Why don't you just examine him in the beginning at the end? Like you just said, since at the beginning he was defective, at the end he was defective, so we can safely assume in the middle he was also defective. Here we say, no, you must, you must examine him. Antigna says, you have to examine him once in the middle. So over here, just because he was born urinating with it, without the arch, it means he was defective from the mother's womb, and that now he's defective. But how do I know? Maybe, maybe in the meanwhile he was cured. The mother answers: 
you're talking about what the eye, if the eye is defective, so then, yeah, then you have to worry. Maybe in between he was healed. So you have to check him once, in the, even once in the middle. It's not enough to check him once in the beginning, once at the end, even once in the middle. But the Kulagufa, this is an affliction that affects the entire body. That's in other words, if, he's, if he can't give birth, if he's infertile, it's, it's, it affects the whole body. So there you don't have to worry that suddenly he was cured in the middle, in, be- in between. Okay, it says in the mission, Abelazah Emeleki. Abelazah says that a Sris Chama, he, he argues with Rabbi Kiva. He says the exact opposite. A Sris Chama does have to do Chalitza, and Chalitza is performed with his wife because he has a cure. He's born that way, but a Sris Adam is crushed, even though he was once suitable, doesn't matter. Now he's crushed and, and there's no cure, therefore he's exempt from Chalitza and his wife doesn't have to undergo Chalitza. Hey, but Ramina, I'll ask you a question. We learned the Mishnah says in Nida, and as from Shana Levish, they cite a person dies childless, and he has a 20 year old brother. Who's twenty years old and still still has no signs of maturity? Hasn't has no pubic hair. Puberty has no signs of puberty. They have to bring a proof that he's back at twenty years old. They bring his birth certificate. <laughs> In other words, if you're trying to exempt because of sadis, if you're trying to exempt, saying he doesn't need he doesn't need chalitza. And the wife is exempt, if that's the only brother. And the wife is exempt, surviving brother, and the wife is exempt. You have to bring proof, to prove that he's 20. Because he's not 20. Up until 20, we still a chance that he'll develop puberty, he'll reach puberty. If he reaches 20 and he doesn't reach puberty, then you can safely assume he's a sadist, he's, he's a eunuch, he's never going to reach puberty, he's not here. So. And, then, and then she's free to go. So bring a proof that he's 20... Who has sadis and he's a sadis and he develops signs signs of a sadis of being infertile. Besides being establishing his twenty, he also you have to bring proof that he has uh, characteristic traits of a sadis. The Gemara will, will will enumerate. Who has sadis and then. Then, if he's a sadist, if he's 20 and he's a sadist, then he doesn't perform a chalitza, and his wife, if he dies, his wife doesn't have to go to go chalitza. She's free to go. But Bas, Eshem Levish, decides, but if a person dies childless, and leaves a 20-year-old widow, is not developed, pub- not developed uh, pubic hair, who hasn't reached puberty, you have to bring a proof that she's 20. He islands. You have to bring a proof. She has the characteristic traits of an islandess, and then she'll never give birth, she'll never reach puberty, and then let's let me Then she doesn't need a chalitza, and let me see a can't do yibum because an islandess is exempt. By male and female, it's the age of eighteen. If by the age of eighteen there's no puberty, they haven't reached puberty. Then you can safely assume that they're never going to reach puberty. That he is a sadist and she's an island. That's the argument of Shame and Hill. Bishame, Bishilla, and Bishame. 
says, When it comes to a male, we follow Basila 20. Up until the age of 20, it's no proof that he's not a son. So you have to wait to the age of 20. In the cave of the by a female, the law follows Bishama. 18 years old, if she doesn't reach puberty, then you can assume she's an island. Because a woman is always quicker than a man, always reaches maturity before a man, a year earlier. So two of a year also, 18 verses 20. So what do we see? Clearly, Rabelazar holds that a Siris Chama, in other words, if he reaches puberty, or she reach, if she reaches 18, and he reaches 20, and there's no puberty, that means she was born that way, or he was born that way. And he says, then you're exempt from Kalitza. The exact opposite it says in the Mishnah. Here he says in the Mishnah, even if you're born that way, you are obligated to Kalitza. Because maybe there is a cure. It's only when it's, it's humanly crushed through an illness, and then there's no cure, only then, even though once he was suitable, only then there's no Kalitza. Here, Abelaz says the exact opposite. That if you're born that way, there is a Kalitza. If you can prove that they were born that way, it's just Hamad, then there is a Kalitza or Yibbe. Yes, that was his original opinion. But Abelazar is entitled to change his mind. Our mission is the final work. He, he changed his opinion. Which ruling did he retract? <laughs> he doesn't tell us. Which one is the first and which one is the second? Is our mission his first opinion and there is his, his, his revision? Revisionist opinion, or the exact opposite. There, that was his original opinion, and uh, and here, this is his revised opinion. Nida Yevamis, which one came first? Ma'wada Bey, Zaki Maratashma, I'll bring you a proof. Tani will learn the bright Sabalazar, and he says, It's Hamachel, as well as he says, Hamayadu, Havchalit, as well as she came to me, the Misrapim, Alexander Mitzrayim. Because they, they, they are the type that are healed in Alexandria and Egypt, they have a cure for them. In the big hospitals, in the, in the metropolitans of Alexandria, they figured out a way to cure them. So the Braise, which was written later, says, follows the opinion in our mission. In other words, this must be the final. This was his retraction. Neither was his original opinion, the mission, and neither was his original opinion, and our mission, and this is his final word. Another answer to answer the contradiction of Abelazar answers later, really, he never changed his mind. No, he then never revised his opinion. Abelazar says, according to Bishilal, he's not talking about Khalid's. There's also other consequences, whether you punish them, are they considered a minor? Or an adult. If they're going to reach puberty, so until they reach puberty, they're considered a minor. It means they're not mature, their brain hasn't matured yet. Once you can establish they're never going to reach puberty, then they're an adult and they have a, and they have a chayim. They're an adult, they're just, they're just never going to reach puberty. Because he's a sris or she, and she, she's an islander. So that's what we have to know. The Shammai Basil is not just a consequence about Khalitz and Yibu. There he holds, no, Khalitz and Yibu, Mosir's Chama, because he's a cure. There is a chalitza, even even if he's twenty, and even if he's thirty, and and, and, and he's clearly established as a serious, and even if she's clearly is is still chalitza. I think the basic answer there is that you're looking at 
And the proof is his islandness. Island, oh yeah, islandness for sure. There's no chalitza according to everyone. Fine, but tzrisi would hold there is a chalitza. But tzrisi also there's other implications regarding the punishment. The Gemara continues. Itma we learn. It was stated of a chaylev. If ate, someone ate chaylev, fat, not kosher fat. If you eat it, you get cutters. Your life gets cut off, and you get lashes. So we're talking about a female, Achla, she ate, from the age of 12 to the age of 18. And she didn't reach puberty, the nil, the basin It developed characteristics of a sris. Really, it's an island, it's talking about a woman, because 18, remember, 18 is only a woman. I mean, according to Bishama, even, even, even a male. But according to Rabbi Lezer, he says, no, we follow, in this case, in the case of a male, we follow Vesilo, 20. And afterwards, he reached puberty, he has two hairs, she has two hairs. Rabbi He becomes a Sriz retroactively from the age of 12. What do you mean, he reached puberty? If they grow pubic hair, if they reach puberty, then clearly now they became an adult. Now they mature. They're just late and uh, late bloomers. And the and the until then they were a minor. But here we're talking about a case where it was established. You have all the signs of being a sris or an islandist. You have all the other signs. You know for certain they're an islandist. So if an islandist grows here, pubic hair doesn't change its status. The hair doesn't change anything. They're they're an islandist. So they were always an adult. Just an islandist. From the age of 12, once we establish that they have the signs of an islandist, and she's an islandist from before, and therefore you have to bring a chata as a sin offering, reading the chaylev. Shmuel Amr Shmuel says, No. At that time, she was considered a cotton, a minor. She was established. That she's an islandish at the age of 18. She has all the signs of an islandish, even though she gets pubic hair. It's not retroactively. Oh, that means at the age of 12 she was already an adult, like any other girl. The reason she didn't reach pubic hair is because, uh, whatever, because she's an islandish. No, you don't say that. You say that she's, since now she got pubic hair, so she's considered a minor from the age of 12 till she was established as an islander, she was a minor. She doesn't have to bring a chata. She doesn't have to bring a sulak. Masvur Rabbi Yitzhak, Rabbi Yitzhak, L'Rav, Islanders Rameye Leknas, an islander who was violated, who was raped, should be, should be, should get a fine according to Rameye. Why does Rameye says that an islander Never gets a knas. If you rape a naira, what's a naira? A naira is once a girl reaches reaches puberty, she has pubic hair. For the next six months, she's a naira. Till twelve and a half, she becomes a begetus. The, the penalty for rape is only in the case of the special penalty of fifty shekels. Only in the case of a naira. So there's an argument in the rabbis and a mayor. The rabbis say that a naira only comes to exclude the begetters. But if you rape a, a minor, of course, there's also a knas. It means only a naira up until, from, up until the age of 12 and a half. 
And Mary says, no, and neither excludes both ways. It excludes 12 and a half. It also excludes under 12 if, it's, if she's a minor. Mm-hmm. Now, in the case of an islandess, an islandess is never, never a naira. So according to the mayor, because she, she's a minor, and then she jumps into, she becomes a, an island. Okay. An adult, a full-fledged adult. She doesn't have, because she doesn't have any pubic hair. Right. An island doesn't have any pubic hair. So there's never, a naira is when she gets pubic hair for the next six months. A naira never gets pubic hair. Right. I mean, an island never gets pubic hair. So she transitions from a minor to an adult. But there's nothing in between. No so, yeah, so according to the rabbis, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Until she's an adult, she, even a minor, there's a penalty of 50 shekel if you rape. But according to the mayor, that it's only a naira, not a minor, so an, an islander should never, should never get any knas. But according to the rab that says that if the islander gets pubic hair, the age of 18, and she has all the signs of an island, she gets, and then she gets pubic hair, we say retroactively we consider her as an adult, so that period from the age of 12 till the age of 18, she should be like a naira. So there should be a penalty. That's what he's asking. According to Amir, should be a knas. answer, from her minority, she went immediately to Bagr. She's considered a begetus. There's never any state of a nida. She does become an adult retroactively, but not at the level of a nida, the status of a nida, the status of a begetus. You're right. And such great things should be said in my name. Tanya, you're right. No, there's Alavai. It should be said in my name. You, you're 100% right. Tanya, we learned the Baraisa. Ain't a sodas needing to be said in my name. A is not judged like a ben said in my name. If you say ben said in my name, you're not going to be able to say it in my name. You're not going to be able to say it A ben said in my is only in the window, it's a very narrow window. From the age of Bar Mitzvah, he doesn't listen to his, his parents, and he eats, he drinks wine, and and, and, and they eat meat, yeah. And you have to stone him first. You first you get lashes, and then if he he continues, then you stone him. So it only happens from his Bar Mitzvah, a very narrow window. From his Bar Mitzvah until his his lower beard grows, it's a you know it's a euphemism until. It grows fully. Which is what age? From the age of 13 until, I think, for three months. He doesn't have any hair. Since he doesn't have any hair, he never grows hair. Therefore, the whole Ben Sayyidimeda doesn't apply oh, to a son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay, Main island is in the end And an island is cannot have the penalty of an Ida Madasa because she's never an Ida. She can be Katnusa Yatsalabegit. Immediately from her minority status, she jumps into the bagras. There's no in between. If you commit adultery, a married woman consults you get chenek. But if, if in the stage of a naira if she's engaged, betrothed, and she's a naira, then you get skila. But that doesn't apply to an islandist. An islandist can have a marriage, 
but, but there's no neither, there's no stage of a neither. She's never in the stage of a neither. Mm-hmm. She immediately jumps from minority, from a minor to, to, to a beginner, and therefore the penalty is, is choking and not stoning. Amr Rabavu, Rabavu said, the simon is his is the signs of a siris and an islands. Uben Shmaina and a child of the eighth month. You, you don't act on them until they have these marks for 20 years. Once they reach the age of 20 and there's no puberty, they don't grow any pubic hair. So we have to wait and see. If they develop pubic hair, then, then they're just late. And they're not, they're not a sris. Then they're a minor. And then afterwards, once they reach pubic hair, then they become an adult. But if they reach 20 and there's no pubic hair, then we establish that they're a sodas or an islands. And therefore, retroactively, they were adults. So if a child is born the eighth month of pregnancy and is born fully developed here and nails, <coughs> we don't rely on it to establish it's a viable child until he reaches the age of 20. Wow. Why would a 19, a healthy 19, strapping 19-year-old shouldn't be considered viable? It's funny because he's born after eight months. So we have Rabbi Dr. J, a male, tells us, yes, that even if a baby comes fully, fully formed, here and nails, eight months, you can't do a bris on them. You have to wait a month. <coughs> a seven month, he's saying, is just quick, fully viable. A ninth sure month, sure. But eighth month is, so it's possibly saying that it could be 19 years old and suddenly he can drop dead. You don't know he's viable until the age of 20. Today, athletes are dropping dead right, left, and center. There's a run in Central Park. An eight-month-old uh, baby born in eight months could live. It's like a stone. They treated him like a stone. They treated him like a stone. not even moving on Shabbos. How could it be Mokja? Living being. We don't know that. We, yes, that's what he says. He's classified. Not he said she could bend over and nurse him tomorrow. <clears throat> a stone is muksa. You're not allowed to move. The mother could bend over and nurse the infant, but you can't touch him. Because of the danger involved, both the child and the mother, it's a danger for the mother for not nursing him. Because the mother has excessive milk, it causes her pain, can lead her to death. Mm. And the child, maybe the child can live. So you have to allow her, but, but without touching him, she bends over. So, you, so how could you say that at eight months you wait till 20? What do you mean? I thought he said it's not viable. You might answer, you know, we're talking about over here. They're identifying marks as a viable child development. Who's considered an eight-month-old baby? Who didn't complete the months of development in the mother's womb? is identifying marks demonstrate whether he's viable or not. Sorry, if it's a partner, Gamru, underdeveloped here, and nails show that he's an eight month old baby. The time at Gamru because it's, uh, it's, it's here's underdeveloped, Gamru, but if they're fully developed, we say really he's a seven month old baby. And he just was, uh, took his time, a procrastinator. He lingered in the womb. But he really was already done after seven months. And then he's viable.
But Rabbi Hu was teaching that even Rebbe, who Rebbe holds that you could tell if the baby is fully developed, but even Rebbe did not fully, de- fully rely on that until he reached the age of 20. The Kama holds that even if, he, even if he's fully developed, he still has the status of an unvi- un, non-viable baby. Holds that he doesn't linger. Once a baby is ready, it comes out of the womb. So the fact that it came in after eight months means it's not viable. Even though they hear nails are fully developed. It's a nine-month-old baby who was born pre- prematurely and therefore is not viable. Rebbe says, no, the fetus does linger. And therefore, he's a seven-month-old baby who lingered. Rabbi Teshva ruled an actual case. A woman whose husband left town, went overseas. Was away for 12 months. And she gave birth. And Rabbi Teshva said that it's, it's not a mamzer. Obviously, she's a married woman. She must have had relations with the, with the, with the mailman. How, how, did, how, did, how did she have a child? The husband is away. And he says, no, it's kosher. Keman, according to who? Debbie holds a child loves to linger. So a child can linger up until 12 months. I think Eliyahu Navi was in the moon for 12 months. Whereas a child loves to linger. Moshe was seven months. Mm-hmm. Elion, that's why it says Elion Navi was his body went up to Shemayim because he was such a refined body. Mm-hmm. Was twelve months in the mother's womb, totally fine. Why should I be in the body seven months? He was already he was out. He thinks yeah, six months. So it wasn't. It wasn't. Was he was he rendering the verdict according to Rabbi? The mother says no. Kibin Dikad Abshim Gamliel Abshim Gamliel says also that a, that a, a, a baby could linger. He didn't follow one opinion. Rabbi Tisfa followed the majority opinion. The father and Rabbi, the son. A human, a newborn that survives 30 days is definitely not, is, is a viable child. It's not a non-viable child. A child was born eight months, but if 30 days passes, we can presume that he's viable. Okay, but he says you don't have to wait till the age of 20. <laughs> Even if it was born after eight months, we say that really it's a six, seven-month-old baby. It just waited, lingered. From the rabbanon, the rabbis learn. was when he reaches the age of twenty and he has no hair, no, he hasn't reached puberty. Even if he produced hair after the age of twenty, afterwards, and you can start his whole of his classes. Why does this no respects? What are the signs of a sirius? Other signs. He has no beard. His hair and his head is soft. His skin is smooth. Like a woman's skin. Instead of being hairy, like a man's skin. Smooth, no hair, hairless. His urine does not produce foam. Urinates without forming an arch. It doesn't shoot up. It's not. It doesn't have that strength. Whose is watery. It doesn't doesn't putrefy. His semen does not 
If you leave it standing, it doesn't put you right. And mother say, he bathes in the winter and his skin does not produce vapor. His voice is thin. And you can't detect him if you just hear a voice. It sounds like a woman. It doesn't have the voice of a man. He has like a soft, feminine voice. The island is, what's an island? It's she reaches the age of 20 and doesn't, doesn't have two pubic ears. I feel lady laughing, and even afterwards she does produce, doesn't matter. She still has the status of an island. Is how they call the village. What are the signs Identific, identifying marks of an island? Is she has no breath, she has tashmish and has pain in intimacy. She doesn't have a lower abdomen like that of an ordinary woman. Whereas the lower, the lower part, the lower torso doesn't bulge outward. By a woman, it bulges outward. Over, over the genital area, but her, she doesn't have that. She has a thick voice, like a manly voice. When you hear the voice, it sounds like a man. Itma, we learn the simonicity is the identification marks of a sis. That you only consider the sis if you have all of the above signs. Identification marks. Even one of them. If he has two hairs in his beard, so you can't consider him a sis unless he has all the signs of a sis. Keep ligi. When are they arguing? When did Rabbi Huna and Rabbi Yechonan arguing? He didn't have two hairs in his beard. If he doesn't have two hairs, he has zero here. Then Rabbi Yechonan says even one sign is enough. One identification mark. Rabbi Huna says no. Even then, you need all the identification marks. And that that Rabbi Ravu said to Rabbanan, "Aini be Rabbi Nachman, examine Rabbi Nachman. Ipsali may lehevel eisvli." But us, if his skin produces vapor after he bathes, I will give him, I will give him my daughter in marriage. If not, not. Gee, what a good In other words, he had other signs of a sis. Maybe he had no beard. He had other signs of a sis. But since he didn't have, if he has, if he has, a, if he is missing one identification mark, then I know he's not a sis. A and then I can give him my daughter's hand in marriage. No, it's not true. Nachman had spikes of beard. So even according to Rabbi Eichanan, like we said earlier, even if you have a beard, a sign of a beard, then everyone holds, even Rabbi Eichanan agrees, you have to have all the signs of a sadist to be established as a sadist. Otherwise, if he had one sign, one identification mark was missing. If his, when he bathed, if, the, if, he, if, he, if he produces vapor, then, then, then he's, not, he's not a sadist. It says in the Mishnah, Asad is lechelit lim yabm lim chalitz. Asad is doesn't need chalitzin, doesn't do yibum, and also an island. Tony, Asad is doing island. Asad is is the equivalent of an island. Is miles with the shemayim draws like an island. Is in the hands of heaven. He's born that way, right? It's not a condition. It's not a wound. It's not an injury. So this part of the mission is following Rabbi Kiva. The Amaru says, 
In the case, if it's if it's through a person, if he became, it was crushed and then he became a sadist through an injury, therefore, since once he was suitable, then he is obligated to chalitzin you. But if he was born that way, then he's exempt. Didn't we say in the previous page that the 